Well, welcome to another episode of our podcast, Indiana is Ag plus Bio plus Science. It's presented by Agrinovus Indiana and Inside Indiana Business. I'm Gary Dick, the host of Inside Indiana Business and the host of this weekly podcast where we have in-depth conversations with leaders, innovators, entrepreneurs in Indiana's ag bioscience sector. It is a sector where food, agriculture, science, and technology all converge. This week, excited to sit down with Samantha Bach. Samantha is the digital ag lead at Ag Reliant Genetics. And Samantha, welcome. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. So, Samantha, Ag Reliant uh, is a substantial company that maybe a lot of people aren't aren't familiar with uh, in terms of the size and scope of the sure. company. Give us a thumbnail description. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Ag Reliant Genetics is actually the third largest corn seed company in North America. Um, but a lot of folks don't recognize us because nothing's actually sold in an Ag Reliant bag. Uh, we go to market through um, Agrigold, which is uh, one of our larger brands that sells directly to farmers. That's their main focus. Um, and LG Seeds. So mm-hmm. LG uh, works through Star Partners, or our seed dealers. Um, and there, there are two uh, predominant brands here in the U.S. And then we also have Pride Seeds, which is, uh, they're based in Chatham, Ontario. Uh, and if you think about it, we as we were talking off mic a few minutes ago, Indiana is home to Ag Reliant and also Bex. You know, two of the largest seed companies uh, you're going to find, and you're and you're very close uh, geographically in proximity. Yeah, Hamilton County is the place to be. That's right, absolutely. We'll talk about uh, your background, uh, Samantha. Your Hoosier native, yeah. uh, right in a Purdue grad. Give us uh, give us a little bit on your background and how you got to where you are. Sure, I grew up in Danville, Indiana, so just west of Indianapolis. Uh, grew up involved in FFA and 4H. Um, which is really where I got my passion for agriculture. Uh, chose Purdue University. I come from a long line of boilermakers, so that was a pretty easy decision for me. Uh, but studied agricultural communication. And frankly, at the time, I wasn't exactly sure what that meant. Um, but it turned out to be the best career decision for me. Um, has, has really continued to foster my passion for telling the story of agriculture. Um, and, and through that, I was able uh, to, to land my job through the Purdue Career, excuse me, Purdue career Fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the with the Agrigold brand, where I got my start in uh, marketing communications. You gave us a, a little bit on AgriLion, but talk about the size in terms of employees and the types of jobs, because I know the seed business, that's a research-driven business. Absolutely. Right? Give us a, an idea of how many folks are employed here in Indiana and the kinds of jobs that are there. Sure. Our headquarters is there in Westfield. Mm-hmm. We've got about 75 employees working from that location, but not far down the road in Lebanon, we also have a research station. Um, across the board, we have um, roughly 1,000 employees, so that makes up um, research. We have uh, 13 research stations across the country, um, just as many production facilities across the country as well, um, where we do our bagging and conditioning of seed, um, a quality assurance um, department based in Brimfield, Illinois. Um, so those are kind of the behind the scenes efforts um, from seed production. But then we also have our, our sales roles out in the field, sales leadership, as well as a, a full service team um, in the digital ag side. We have um, you know IT, HR, some of those functions still based at our headquarters as well. So definitely a diverse uh, a makeup of, of occupations. Samantha, you you are the digital ag lead at Ag Reliant uh, Genetics. Uh, tell us a little bit more about digital ag and how the company is using that for the benefit of farmers. Absolutely. So from our standpoint, uh, digital ag is really just a way to, to help get the information that we know about our products into the hands of our customers. We do a significant amount of research on our products and know the ins and outs about how that corn or soybean is going to be produced, what conditions it's going to thrive in. But that information in a 
silo is, is of no help to our customers. So um, in 2016, we launched a platform called Advantage Acre. Um, and that was um, after a, a few years of effort in trying to decide where we wanted to make our mark in the digital ag space. Um, immediately, I think minds go to variable rate planting when you think about digital ag and precision agriculture. Um, but we kind of went a different route. Um, we wanted to provide as much information as we could so farmers could make decisions in advance looking out the windshield instead of the rear view mirror. Um, so we really focus on three key areas, seed, soil, and weather. Uh, three things that an any farmer is going to be able to strike up a conversation about, but we try to talk about it a little bit differently through our platform. Very good. Um, you didn't arrive at AgriLiant with uh, really data science or inf informatics background, uh, but these skill sets, I'm sure more and more, as you just uh, described, are needed, whether it's AgriLiant or other companies uh, in the space. How does AgriLiant see some of its talent and workforce needs changing because of this digital revolution in ag? Absolutely, that was that was certainly not the path I would have uh, considered, you know, when I first started in college. Um, but you know, a company the size of AgriLiant, we've been able to be pretty agile and nimble and create positions based on the need of the industry and the need of our customers. So, you know, my my team uh, is made up of a group of digital ag field specialists, and these folks are are the ones that are really implementing the tools and technologies within our sales force. Those are positions that didn't exist two, three years ago within our organization. So we've been able to kind of adapt and um, make shifts in the way that we, we go to market and do business um, because of the needs of our customers. Um, additionally, we've, we've really grown our IT team. Um, right now, we have a, a few different positions available that are software development, um, internal programming staff. So um, we've, we've tried to really start to bring some of that in-house, but we've also been able um, um, to be pretty creative in creating relationships outside of our walls. So all of our staff in, in IT and development, they don't have to be in the Westfield office. We can work with startups, other companies in the state of Indiana uh, to help bring us the, the tools and resources that we need so that we can bring that forward to our customers. So it's really about kind of being creative and innovative in, in the way uh, that you spend your time and resources. When people talk about digital, talk about technology, I think the 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 inference, the perception is it's it's um, you know, people in a room, you know, doing techie type types of things, coding and that kind of thing. <laughs> sure. Is there a, is it important to have a human touch, a human element and a contact with farmers and customers to, to implement and create this strategy? Absolutely. We definitely believe so. I think, uh, you know, fundamentally, when you think about the, the agriculture industry, relationship has a lot to do with that. Um, but now it's utilizing that relationship to help bring better information to, to those same customers that you've been working with for years. Um, you know, we haven't really seen that that generation even makes a difference. I mean, people are adopting technology across the board. It isn't just the millennial on the farm, the son or daughter that's coming back to the operation. It's those that are just interested in learning more and being able to, to use the technology that they have on their operation. And really, I think they're just looking for help. Mm -hmm. And we really feel like we can provide that. Millennials, that next generation uh, of farmers, what in your view is the perception of agri modern agriculture uh, to, for, for young people? And what types of things do you think need to be done to uh, maybe better educate that, that younger uh, group of, um, of individuals on what farming is all about? Uh, the, you know, the technology, the innovation, all the different things that make up modern agriculture. What needs to be done to kind of get that message out? I think, um, you know, really sharing the story of the, the true technology that is existing on farms today, um, I think that's exciting. It's not just, you know, 
plows and sows, the old mm -hmm. adage. So um, understanding the amount of technology that's in the, the cab of a tractor and the, the science and technology that goes into producing the seed that eventually is providing the, the fuel, um, food, fiber for, for our mm -hmm. nation. I mean, understanding that there, there is a, a greater purpose in, um, in agriculture. And I think millennials um, innately are, are intrigued by creating value and you know, giving back and making a difference in the world. And there's, there's no industry that does that quite like agriculture does. In your view, how is Indiana positioned as a state to take advantage of, of, of technology and precision agriculture and the, the future uh, of agriculture when you look at the assets in the state, uh, including places like Purdue University and programs at Huntington and other places that are popping up with agriculture, an agriculture focus? How, what is your vision on the future of Indiana in this space? Yeah, it's it's a really exciting place to be. Um, you know, I think the the opportunities are endless, and the the organizations that are here, like Agronovus, um, being able to bring some of that to light is even more exciting. So companies like Corteva and AgriLiant Genetics and the larger organizations they, they sometimes get the headlines, but um, there are so many other unique companies um, in in the agriculture space and beyond that uh, are becoming more prevalent that are that are partnering with some of these universities. Um, it's really exciting to see even, even competitors uh, generally across the industry coming together with some of these organizations to help um, you know, share the message of agriculture, to collaborate, to work together, to take their you know, competitive hats off briefly and, and come together collectively. So it's, it's, there's a ton of opportunity in the state of Indiana. And as kind of a millennial in agriculture, mm -hmm. it's definitely an exciting place to be. I know um, AgriLiant uh, Genetics joined uh, the Agronovus Indiana Innovation Council mm -hmm. last year. Uh, talk a little bit about the importance that you see in being part of the organization and the work that Agronovus uh, continues to do around the state of Indiana in the ag bioscience space. Yeah, that was a, a kind of a no-brainer for us in our organization. It was a natural fit. So, you know, Agronovus defines itself as where food, agriculture, science, and technology mm -hmm. converge. And what a better place, um, what a better seat for us to, to sit at um, than a among those other partners. So it's really important for us to be involved in the Innovation Council um, to, to continue to support the, the ag industry in the state and to continue to have our voice heard and the voice of our customers and continue to collaborate and, and help Indiana Ag grow. Well, Samantha Bach is the digital ag lead at AgriLiant Genetics, uh, Westfield, Indiana-based uh, company. Samantha, thanks for joining us on the podcast and, and for some great perspective. Absolutely. Thanks for the opportunity. All right. And thank you for joining us uh, on this season two of Indiana is Ag plus Bio plus Science. It's a weekly production partnership between Agronovus Indiana and Inside Indiana Business. I'm Gary Dick. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. This podcast is a product of Inside Indiana Business, hosted by Gary Dick, produced by Libby Fritz and Joe Ullery, and was recorded on location at Launch Fishers. More people get Indiana Business news from Inside Indiana Business than any other source.